Welcome to It's a Code World, your digital marketing podcast. This podcast will give you practical insights on how to be the renaissance man or woman in digital marketing and become indispensable for your organization. Hey, how's it going? It is Tim Brown, and this is the 22nd episode of It's a Code World. And today I'm going to be talking with Josh Swisher. Hey guys. Uh, Josh is from North Face Construction and we're going to be talking about how to be scrappy to get as many leads as possible. (laughs) And uh, you know, we're talking about what we should uh, shoot the shit about and both Josh and I are like, (laughs) <laughs> we're both hustlers and we're both, uh, you know, working pretty hard. So most of our leisure time has some slight thing to do with our business as well. Yeah. I don't, I don't have a life. I don't feel like, <laughs> no, I, in the evenings you just hang out family time, watch, uh, Netflix. What do you watch on Netflix? Oh gosh. We've been watching weeds. Oh yeah. Addicted. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'm so crazy. ready for it to be done though. It's just, they get you hooked and just yeah. been watching it hardcore. So. How many seasons <laughs> in are you? Oh, we're on the last season. We only have like four episodes left. Out of How many seasons are there? Eight. So I watched, that was one of those <laughs> shows where I got lost after like season yeah. four or something like that. They moved away from that first uh, town or something. Yeah. And they kind of, like I watched like a season into that, but then I was like, what is going on here now? Yeah. I don't know. I got a little confused. Yeah. It's, it goes all over the place, but something to do. Quick yeah. episodes, family time and night. When we put the kid to bed, yep. that's my and my wife's time to hang out and just kind of chill and have a beer. <laughs> totally understand. And our show is The Office. We've gone, oh, yeah. B and I have gone through The Office like nine times. You watched the European one? Yeah, I watched the European oh. one. But we're like, there's nine. You can't mess with nine seasons of yeah. the U.S. one. I watched all of those like four years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. And we, we didn't stop. We just yeah. started over again. I think I did it in like two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a pretty good show. Um, so let's start off, let's kick off with a bang. What are some tools that you use to get more leads? Um, there's a number of different tools that we use, uh, whether it's, you know, online based, uh, platforms of just putting ourselves out there and the people that we utilize for tools such as yourself. Um, but there's also the background tools such as taking those leads in and how to process them properly, Mm -hmm. uh, such as our... CRM, our customer relationship management program, which is kind of our project management program, Acculinks. We use that. Um, another Acculinks. Acculinks. Yeah. Okay. So it's uh, it's pretty um, specific to roofing, right? Yes. So, so just you know, got a little background here, just to clear it up, as Josh is in roofing and Acculinks is particular to that situation. Yep. But having a CRM, I think, applies more yep. broadly. And yeah, in certain cases, it's nice to have one that's very specific to your situation. Exactly, exactly. So for ours, it, it roofing, insurance, restoration, just exteriors is so catered to us. It's, why would we go anywhere else? Yeah. You know. Um, but then there's also the the old school style of tools that we use that are just really strong um, when we're going out and meeting people, and you know, when we're trying to cold call and get a lead from someone, say we knock on their door or we meet them somewhere, we're giving them a full folder with everything in there in regards to the trust builders, the copy of insurance, copy, copy of licensing, all the manufacturer partnerships on what kind of warranties we have, all the products we have, mm-hmm. certifications, 
even the old school stuff, especially <clears throat> depending on the age and demographic you're going after, if you're going after the baby boomer, that's what they like that's to see. That's all they care that's about. That's how you get the leads, the BBB, yeah. um, you know, just being certified, even yeah. if it's a certification that's pretty easy to get. It's all tr- about the trust builders. So I'd yeah. say the main tools are, you know, the technology, the paper, and the, the partnerships. You yeah. know, just kind of bring it down to the basics. Talk a little so. bit more about the partnerships before we move on, just the manufacturer stuff. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> we're actually certified through uh, Roofing Manufacturer, um, GAF Roofing, as a master lead contractor. So what that does is it sets us apart from other roofers in the area in the sense that we can provide lifetime warranties on the manufacturer and for the products but uh up to 25 year labor warranties if they want to upgrade and it's also an opportunity to upsell yeah upgrades which that's where some good bread and butter is in our industry selling upgrades so absolutely and i just i think it's so funny i had promoted something for a, a construction company recently on facebook a video and there's another contractor as you get you get people that will will comment on your stuff that also <laughs> yeah. that are also also in the industry it's like yeah. yeah it's pretty easy to see where you work bud <laughs> you know oh, I, I know mean? I have. we have had that happen <laughs> but this guy was saying he he literally went after the BBB thing he's like I don't need a BBB I don't need to be BBB certified I don't need this I don't need that I just do yeah. good work and it's like yes sir but you you're, you're you know you don't need to convince us yeah. we know that it really matters that you do good work and that you can make sh- stuff exactly. happen and do a good job on roofing people's house we know that you do that i'm convinced that you do that but the other thing is not everyone can see everything that you've done in the past they can, you can't yeah. unless i mean even if you videoed every good piece of work that you've ever done the people aren't going to aren't going to watch all that video. <laughs> so it's kind of around how do we make it easy for people to make a decision exactly. quickly to work with us? Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm kind of biased. A lot of these trust builders out there like BBB, it's literally a sham. Yeah, it is. I mean, kind of, it means nothing. You're right. Honestly, it is. in regards to the integrity, you look up yeah. some terrible, terrible companies and they can pay. Like to, Home Advisor. Yeah. And they can pay <laughs> to get rid of stuff. So it they really have, is. They have like like 85% negative reviews yep. on but they're still A plus yeah and they're still well I think they just got downgraded to A oh well apparently but yes but, but they're the still supposedly very in good standing yeah and the thing is you can't even be an A plus unless you pay them to yeah. be that like so you will only be an A minus even if you are 100% perfect yeah and great, great reputation yeah. you can have 2,000 reviews saying positive yeah. you will not be an A plus unless you pay them That's but so it's the nature of the beast because yeah. How much is it worth to get that lead? You know, yeah, in exactly. a sense, like, are you willing to pay the extra forty dollars, fifty dollars a month yeah. to get that extra closing? So, yeah, like an extra a bump on your closing rate exactly that month. So I, I think it's worth it. We do it. Um, it's just another trust factor, and that's what the name of the game is: is speed and building trust. Awesome. Well, that brings us to this question of you know, I know this is kind of generalized. But I think it's a good place for us to start on this podcast, which is why do leads matter for your business and for businesses in general? Yeah. So in regards to my business specifically, leads matter because that's kind of the nature of the beast for us. Yep. So um, there's a couple different models you could go with as a business owner in the exteriors remodeling. You could be the chuck in a truck and you sell the job, you build it, you have your own people inside. Um and you don't need to sell that many jobs. You just make your money, make your money. We're a little bit more different in the sense that we are growing to build an organization that's going to be here a while. So for us, 
they drive revenue and the nature the nature is the more leads you get the more revenue you're going to get because you know your numbers mm -hmm. so we know our average closing rate we know how much a lead is worth to us we don't have a speci specifically nailed down on per trade like a lead for roofing is this much a lead for signing is worth this much to me um, but we do have an average across the board of what an acquisition cost we are willing to pay mm -hmm. to get a lead yeah. because we know that, say, for example purposes, um, if we pay $50 for a lead, uh, we know we're going to close one out of five, mm -hmm. you know, one out of four. We know that our marketing budget for leads is X percent of our revenue on our average size job. So. Mm -hmm. It's all about knowing your numbers and bring it down. And that gives you the opportunity to really, you know, identify where your spends need to be yeah. and diversify it. Because a lot of people over rely on one or the other. Um, we and, are pretty spread. Yeah. And I, I, that's honestly one of the main reasons I had you in for the podcast today. Mm -hmm. You know, in some cases, as an SEO company, we're the one marketing yep. spend somebody has yeah and honestly that's terrifying yeah and it, it is. probably shouldn't I'm sure, be the case. i'm sure it would be <laughs> and, it's, and it's probably not what it should be right <laughs> no should, not at all as a as a construction organization a small business of any type that relies on leads you should be looking for as you know as many ways as possible to get leads whether it be exactly. referrals Mm -hmm. whether it be just in-person conversations, because obviously those are the best, right? Yeah. And in some cases, cold calling, in some cases, other stuff, in some cases, yeah. door knocking. But to me, it's it's always best when we're one of several pieces. Yeah. I do think it's a good compliment, piece. Complimentary, yeah. in a sense. And, and they, do, they do feed into each other. Like social media. You do a good amount on social media. Yep. Sometimes you're really, really good about it. Where you're, you're out there. I mean, <laughs> Sometimes I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> hey, hey, that's the nature of the beast. Yeah. And I do respect you for your hustle on social media. Because you're always posting pictures of jobs that you completed. You're yep. always you know, asking for business. Mm -hmm. And you're always out there and you're not afraid to use your personal Facebook account either because you, you really do yeah. affect the community mm -hmm. and of your surrounding area of your, your yeah, town, exactly. your city. And I think that that's something that's kind of like, like it's, that's an interesting yeah. point. Yeah. I guess I haven't really thought about in a while is the personal brand. Yeah. So like <clears throat> me, myself, I started roofing when I was 15. So like starting younger, everyone knew all oh, Josh works for that roofer, you know? Yeah. I was already getting referrals when yeah. I was 16 from my boss, yeah. you know, and getting him leads. Yeah. I wasn't actively pursuing them, but they yeah. happened. But like your network, my network, like everyone knows if they need a roofer in my network, I am the person they refer, they call. It's just, why would you go anywhere else? Exactly. You know I mean, and if you don't keep in front of them with that yeah. stuff, they forget. Yeah. It's just like any other branding where they say like, until you're in front of someone seven times yeah. they don't you're not a trusted brand and they, yeah. and that's the same thing with me like doing roofing i mean everyone i know knows i do roofing and i do it well exactly because i don't you know everyone speaks well of it yeah. and you work hard exactly and i mean so, like basically but brand. they wouldn't know that all the time if you just were telling people in person you're also using social yeah well to, I'm, and i'm substantiating those claims yeah i'm posting reviews of our customers yeah. i'm showing hey we're growing we're not shrinking like we're yeah. growing yeah. we're looking for people you yeah. know it's all about that persona you put out there and how you treat each other so that steps into a whole nother world yeah. on how you act on social media i yeah. don't <laughs> anything do 
I don't know. I see a lot of business owners. I know myself yeah. that I'm in networks. Oh, when they on. comment on stuff and oh, be, they're weird. Yeah. Well, not even just that. Like I'm personal friends with some owners of local companies in the area, and some of the stuff that they like put on their personal Facebook page is oh, yeah. extremely offensive and yeah. like not good for their brand. Yeah. And it's like you know, consumers are really smart. They yeah. can figure out you're the owner of that business in about. 15 seconds and if yeah, they're looking at your business they want to know who's behind and they see yeah. the stuff that you're putting on there so you gotta have just some discretion your, maybe just hide yeah. your uh your yeah really heavy political views either <laughs> of either bent a little bit if you're a business <laughs> well yeah. you know there's always kind of i mean yeah. like you know we want to be authentic exactly we want to be authentic but there's also a moment where it's like People do, like you said, associate your personal brand yeah. with your company. And you have got to have discretion, otherwise yeah. you'll you'll lose customers. Yeah, exactly. So. And so, let's just go really quick. So this is mm-hmm. like, like I said, with the uh, you're scrappy, and I mean that as a very high compliment. I appreciate. It. And uh, with your, the amount of places that you're getting leads from, so can you go with go through with me, kind of quickly, and just yep. as much value as possible around each of the spots that you're getting leads from and and then we'll circle back and we'll talk a little bit through them but just kind of go through the list so i'll uh actually i'll just pull up my leads analysis over the last 365 days so number one um is referral like referral base is our number one lead source um after that it's it just kind of goes around but we're doing you know seo with you um we're doing door knocking we're doing telemarketing you know we have graphics on our trucks we get calls from the graphics on trucks we get calls on signs we in regards to digital we're using you know adwords now we're just starting adwords um facebook um instagram uh uh, thumbtack um thumbtack and porch are some actual to our industry catered lead generation sources that and those are pretty heavy hitters according to like where the leads are distributed right yeah so like like those are competing thumbtack and porch are getting a good amount of yeah okay absolutely i'm getting probably i don't know thumbtack we're getting probably five six to eight you know, notifications that someone's looking for a roofing yep. or siding contractor. Of those, we're probably qualifying and getting appointments with like 25 to 50% of those. And then yeah. there's your closing rate on yeah. top of that. Um, so it's a little, like, it's kind of, it's a little bit, you're, you're a little bit more likely to lose leads on the way just because of the exactly. nature of the, the, the platform. Yeah. But how do you decide... Um, which ones to keep and which ones to push into a little bit more and how do you do that? A question I get sometimes is from business owners that say, should I be on this? Should I be on this platform? Should I be on that platform? Should I be on that platform? And with the exception of a few of them, I generally think you should be on every platform. You should be on every platform. You don't have to pay for everything. Doesn't yeah. mean I'm. T- I'm not telling you to go out and pay for Home Advisor. We'll talk to about yeah. Home Advisor in a second. Yeah. Or even House or Thumbtack or any of these places. You may want to mm-hmm. test it out, yeah. but you test stuff and you figure out. You know. But anyways, go into yeah. what you're. What were you yeah, but I mean yeah. to kind of touch on that. I think the same way. Like yeah. we don't pay for anything on Angie's list. They just got by home by Home Advisor. We don't pay for leads through Home Advisor. We have an account on each of them. We have reviews yeah. on Angie's list because. I've had people that customers that found me some other way and they're like, well, they're skeptical of me because I'm not 
on Angie's I'm list. I'm not like actively in front of them on Angie's list. Yeah. They're like, why aren't you on there? I'm like, well, I, you have to pay to play here. Yeah. You know, that's the game, but we don't play pay that to play that game. Yeah. We're there, but it's also a way to substantiate. So you want to be actively doing that. Like, I mean, you got to have it. Pages everywhere. Anywhere yeah. and everywhere. Even it's free. So free. Just the, do the it. question is, should I be on there? The answer is yes. And mm-hmm. then the second question is, should I be paying them? And the answer is occasionally. <laughs> or if it fits for you. So yeah. it, it all depends on your model. Like different industries in the home improvement. I mean, every single one is going to be so different on these different platforms in regards to, you know, are they reoccurring services or are they one-time big ticket items, you know? And then you just kind of know, it's all about knowing your numbers. That's what it goes mm-hmm. back to and testing it out. Don't shoot it to the curb until you've tried it. Yeah. Um, because you might have a different approach that other people aren't making work. Like I've talked to a lot of people that say, oh, thumbtacks sucks. Yeah. That's hard. But, and I thought that for months until I, our recent hire, uh, Dylan, he told me, no, I get tons of lead on thumbtack where I used to work. I'm yeah. Like, huh, well, he showed me how to work it and it's all about speed. And yeah. that's the same thing. Like if you're using lead generation services like Angie's List, Thumbtack, Porch, Home Advisor, it's all about speed. And so some, you have to be the number one fast don't have the, They can't get there yeah. quick enough. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging them, but for whatever mm-hmm. reason, if you're th- – this is a whole other conversation, but if yeah. you're – a little heavier on the implementation and the technic the the and I know you're up on roofs a lot, so I'm not mm-hmm. saying that you're not out there, but that distribution between like let's say thirty percent admin and seventy percent I'm getting stuff done, I'm working. Yeah. That's that old discussion of like these people are saying I can't follow up with leads mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Like I said, I'm not disparaging them. Yeah. Some of them might they be literally listening might to this not podcast. be able to, but yeah, but but what it like? What would you say to those people that when they're they're spending seventy percent of their time on the actual work and they pride themselves in that, but they're they're missing leads and they're getting to them a day later, yeah. or whatever. Well, I think it all comes down to a couple aspects. First of which, referencing your one blogcast, blogcast or yeah. whatever, what podcast, podcast. Yeah. Um, in regards to if someone can do your job at seventy five percent accuracy, that's great. Yeah. So think about it that way. Where is your time? If if you want to grow, you got to start prioritizing your time a little bit differently than just doing the work because you can train other people to do that aspect. Mm -hmm. You're not going to train them to hustle. Yeah. You know, you got to get that drive. So like, I mean, for me, when I was doing that, I mean, I would, I would stop, I'd be on a roof. Like I'm talking like two, three stories up on a steep roof. I'm hanging on and I call, I'd answer the phone and I would just like sit on the peak of a roof and enter their information onto like the notes into a text message to myself and why? Set an appointment because uh, that's, you lose it. You yeah. lose the capability. If they have to leave a voicemail or this and they don't get a response right away, I, I know I saw stats not long ago, but your chances of closing them after even 30 minutes yeah. drop. It's drop, drop, drop. I think drop. it's like 10 minutes. If you yeah. answer within the first 10 minutes, the, the fact that they could possibly be right there yeah. having just submitted a contact form or called. Yeah. You can take a, you can I, take a it's lead. It's a thumbtack lead right now. So I just <laughs> I'll got let a lead. you do what you need to do. Yeah, uh, no let, internet connection. Okay. Yeah. So right now, Diane, she's uh, zero. <laughs> We're going through a lead two, real quick. Two-story building, insurance claim already approved, zip code, full replacement of existing roof. It's look, leaking. Looks good. All right. I'm going to send a quote. I have a, temp- real quick, I have a right? template. And you hi there. Template in it's there? done. Boom. Bon. Boom. I'm the first person that contacted that. her. Oh, already gone. I love that. I didn't get it. Oh, because right. probably the service where we are, I got it a little late. 
It was already Ooh. taken by everyone else. Oh my goodness, that's quick. Speed. That's quick, Speed. I like that though. But that's an example, yeah. I missed that. That was a good lead, like yeah. a really good one. And yeah. because of just not having good service yeah. where we are or something, I didn't. You know what? I need to connect to the <laughs> Wi-Fi here, I think. Um, that's how okay, I so how, so it goes back, let's get one or two uh, more points on mm-hmm. how do you decide what to keep and what not to keep on lead um, generation? So that, I guess for me, and what to put more money into or put, you know, whatever. Okay. Are you talking jobs? Like what kind of jobs? No, I want no, to pursue no. What's, or uh, what, what's, what lead generation activities are you like, let's ramp that up. When mm-hmm. do you make the decision to do that? When do you make the decision to like, okay, so I'm not going to spend money on Angie's list for whatever reason. Yeah. Honestly, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I kind of know where my leads are coming from and yeah. I know where whatever I should be putting some more metrics to that. Yeah. And I have the metrics here kind of that indicate each yeah. in regards to, I, I can look here at my closing rate. You on, generally track on, closing rate yeah. for each of these things. So I think yes. that that's, so we can. they can't see that right now. I yeah. know that you track that. So but they, like right he's now, tracking the percentage previous customer, of we have a 40% closing. Yeah. You know, Facebook, we're at 50%. Yeah. Telemarketing, 50%. Google search, 40%. Thumbtack, like 15%. Yeah, so it's but, a lot lower, but you're doing a lot more quantity there. Well, and it's cheaper. Yeah. So the leads are costing us 5 to $15 yeah. versus yeah. 80 to 100 some, on yeah. some other ones. Absolutely. And then um, what's the best thing that you've learned regarding lead generation over the past year? Um. Well, let me look back on what... <laughs> Oh, speed, 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 speed. Just like what we talked about. Like <laughs> yeah. you got to be on top of those leads because people will submit like a form online, like at some website when they're up late at like 9, 10, 11 PM. Mm-hmm. And then when you call them the next day, they'll forget they, they even did that. Yeah. Which it's kind of messed up. I kind of refuse to call people at 11 PM at night and set appointments. It's just seems yeah. wrong. But it's the speed to response, the speed to answering their questions. And have it's you ever not even, scared somebody with how quickly you responded to them? Not scared, but I surprised. Have. They're like, I oh, have. wow. I've, been, I've called somebody like, bah! and I just I like, I like called, the, called them like immediately, and they're like, wait, wait, what? That was a I'm little not weird. ready for this. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little weird to them. You got to take me on date first. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's, it's where the is, speed. Where is lead generation headed like just think about the next five years do you imagine it being completely different um avenues like there's so many of these websites out there like home advisor and like uh angie's list and like house and like thumbtack where they are actually strangely at the whim of google in a way yeah some of these people like for instance home advisor rank really well oh yeah but if google's algorithm changed and they realized that this is a pretty like uh it's a directory for instance yelp got devalued hard by google at a certain point yeah because google said we're putting in the same kind of platform on our google maps and google places yeah uh platform so they essentially said you know what yelp See so, ya. Yeah. F ya. Yeah. And, and like, and Google has like a lot of power, right? Yeah. Um, so essentially like, and a lot of these are kind of redundant, right? It's like ideally, anyways, this is my, this is opinion. Yeah. Uh, 
in uh, brackets here. <laughs> Tim's opinion. All right. Um, <laughs> ideally, you want leads where they're coming to you as a service provider. Like, ideally, you wouldn't get it through Thumbtack. Mm-hmm. You'd get it through your company, exactly. either through, I mean, some kind of social platform or a website where they want to work with you, right? Yeah. So, like, if there's a bunch of platforms out there, yeah, like House and like Home Advisor and all these places where they're essentially a directory for the service providers yep. themselves. And they don't really do a lot of value add mm-hmm. for the, the um, customer or the, the uh, service provider that much. Yeah. They might require a few more details and thus, you know, maybe you'll get, you know, you'll be able to, um, I guess the one value is, I'll contradict myself. The one <laughs> value here is, is that maybe they'll be bidding against each other. Yeah. And that's kind of like, for the for the customer, yeah, that's a nice thing, right? Mm-hmm. They got people coming to them. I mean, in regards to that, I, I think also, like you said, like you don't want to be putting you're competing against them. Yeah, and that was always my opinion on Angie's List Home Advisor. I remember talking to some person. They're like, "Oh, where do you get all your leads?" And I was like, "Really organic. We were doing mostly organic at the time with you and you know referrals because that worked for my size at the mm-hmm. time, and but it didn't line up with our growth, so we needed yeah. to diversify, but." What they said, I told them, I, I don't want to have them compete with my marketing efforts. Why would I pay them yeah. to beat me on a search engine? They will rate? sometimes promote for your business name. I've seen that. Oh, where, really? where a platform will actually promote yeah. for the business name. And mm-hmm. the business owner doesn't see it for whatever yeah. reason. And they're just sitting up there above their organic listing in the yeah. paid ads section and essentially they're taking com- a cut. They're key- yeah, they're taking a cut off their leads. So Which like, is crazy. There's the thing, too. You don't want to... Like, there's a guy in our industry, Dimitri, with Roofing Insights. Uh, he, yep. You know what he does, and he's very interesting to follow. He he just dropped Angie's list yep. because they were bought by a home advisor. But, like, same thing. But he said they were so over-reliant for their his roofing company yep. on Angie's list. Like they spent $200,000 over two years there yeah. or whatever on that. But they were so over-reliant. They were in a sense like competing against themselves because they were spending X, like 60% of their marketing budget yep. on Angie's list. You're building only somebody else's like, platform. And it, was, and, it, and it was only bringing in like 20% of the revenue. Yeah. So you really got to keep it in check and not have over, over-reliance on anyone. Yeah. I think they're good tools to use as a diversified network to grow but you don't want to have any over reliance because in my mind what i want to do is i use these like what they are they're tools for growth reinvest that profit off those jobs into your organic and yeah. stuff and building your brand because that's what's going to give you the long-term sustainable yeah. model if you want reoccurring business that being said i, I want to know that I, like we had talked about earlier Mm-hmm. I think everybody should be on every single one of these. Yep. <laughs> That's my take on it. And occasionally pay for stuff. Mm-hmm. But if people are on there, like I don't think it should be their main thing. Like it no. shouldn't be because that then you're it just never, building it should not be. You're building somebody else's platform basically. Especially exactly. if you start throwing a ton of money into it. Yep. But if you're on there, let's say Thumbtack, House, I know we have different like we have hot takes on Home Advisor. But um, how do you get the most out of them, uh, out of those types of platforms? Like, how do you get the most out of them? Just really learning them. Yeah. You got to know how each one fits in the market. You yeah. know, um, the Angie's List people, they're looking for a trusted person. They're looking for a more value-based yeah. service that's trusted. They're the people that are willing to pay more for a service yeah. so they don't have to think about it. 
some other ones might be a little bit more in regards like what you said competition so yeah. you got to know what kind of customers are going to be coming yeah. into those and optimizing your pitch in a yeah. sense or your whole approach so it yeah. can still bring in those people it's all about knowing how to use the system for the customers you're acquiring and it's specific to the individual platform you're talking it about. is so and i love yeah. that because the same goes with social right mm -hmm. it's it's you know some people are acting on twitter like they should be on instagram or yeah. they're on instagram putting a caption that's three paragraphs long yeah. and it's like no it's one about cares photo. yeah, yeah. So it's it's just I think knowing your audience and knowing like you said the scenario that they're coming in yeah. on I love that that's huge. What's different about leads that come off of your website or come to you personally through like social media or something like oh, that? Oh, we love those. Yeah, they're the best because yeah. they've already pre-qualified. I mean, our closing rate is about ten percent higher on those because yeah. they've already they, they've sold themselves. In a yeah. sense. they are calling me specifically. Because they've already pre-qualified me as a yeah. very strong candidate, have the reputation, they trust. There's no, there's not um, objections to overcome in regards to trust. Those trust factors are already there when we show up. Yeah. We just need to verify real quick, you know, in the sense like go over them real quick. And I mean, they're just better customers, especially referrals personally. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. But well, that. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. So yeah. working with family and friends is tough. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I try. <laughs> so to that's the that personally one personal one that's a little tough, I and mean, I've been a lot yeah. better about that. Because everything is supposed to be a deal, and you're just like, I can't actually deal. run a business. Yeah, you need to mark it up like another, like yeah. whatever. If yeah. you're gonna work for family. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just say no. But let, let's talk about referrals. So, mm -hmm. what systems do you have in place to get more referrals? Because obviously, maybe not. I. Maybe not friends and family mm -hmm. proper, but like people that yeah. know someone that knows you and knows that you do good work. How do you get more referrals from those types of people? So there's a couple. So that kind of actually reminds me of one other aspect. We can touch on something quick before sure. I answer that. So that reminds me of so in referrals. Um, I know a lot of business owners. Obviously, you do too. Um, and especially in the local area. So like Facebook some leads have come in from Facebook that aren't attributed to our Facebook page, I should say. It remind that what you said reminded me of that because it's all about the networking and referrals. So me and my friends were all on the same Elk River Elk River bulletin board. Yeah. Someone posts, Hey, this who who knows a local roofer? Well, I say, Hey, I'm here, blah blah blah, and I tag my business. Well then Brian over here tags North Face Construction. Yeah. And John over here tags North Face Construction. And yeah. this person over here you know, and they all they all are substantiating me yeah. and I'll I mean when people put that out there and we help each other out so like John and Brian who I mentioned Brian has a lawn and landscape business and real estate John does what is framing, it, what is it called by the way Bees Lawn and Landscape out of Hanover Minnesota um, I just saw uh, the the landscape the landscaping um, a landscaping company that we're both friends with I saw yep. them tag a lawn company yep, so exactly. I was watching that I, why am I part of the Elk River uh, job or yeah. job board I don't know <laughs> yeah but that's uh, but, it's, it's really interesting yeah. referral network yeah. aspect there um, so that's it's cool, that's, it's that's cool when other people do. say work with this person yeah. yep exactly and it's about your referral network yeah. so I guess jumping back to your original question the you know um what the system's in place for getting the referrals. It's always, it's like we talked about earlier, building your brand. Like people want to refer someone to someone they trust. So yeah. it makes, cause it looks, if you refer someone to me, Tim, if I don't make, if I don't do a good job, it makes you look bad. Yeah. So people want to make sure they refer people they trust. So yeah. in your network, really 
building that trust with them and doing work with them. And then it's just kind of a snowball effect on that. But for us in the actual systems in place, um, when we're done with a job, we're asking for reviews immediately. So we'll send the invoice. When we get that payment and we process it, we send a thank you for your business email. And we have a list like, hey, we say, hey, 65% of our business in 2017 was from referrals. Um, to help like grow that and we're a small business, um, what helps is reviews. Could, would you be willing to write reviews on four or more of these platforms? And we give them a link to BBB, Angie's List, Yelp, Facebook, Google, all these places. And we say, hey, for your time, whether it's positive, five stars, one star, I don't care what you say, give your honest opinion and we'll send you a thank you as it just putting it out there. Yeah. So we're not enticing for a good or bad, good or not good, but what you're doing there is you're getting them to reaffirm they had a good experience. Yeah. And that also ties into when we're doing like a final walkthrough with a customer, like you say, Hey, Tim, you had a great experience. Did we complete everything on time? Did we did the did what I promised on the front end follow through with what we provided you? And they say, Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Just resubstantiating that they had a good experience. Yeah. It's gonna kind of reaffirm that they're willing to refer people. So it's all yeah. about having those systems in place there. But then also following up and not asking for referrals is extremely, um, extremely valuable. And then also we send brownies to nice. people. To every, Just single, when we're every single customer, whether it's a wow. $100 repair or it's, it's kind of like Gary Vee yeah. gave me the idea is the thank you department. Yeah. You know, send, it doesn't matter because what we care about, we don't care about the size of a repair or whatever dollar amount. When we go out, when we go out to a lead, whether it's for literally putting a dab of caulking on something, mm -hmm. I'm looking to get a referral. Out of yeah, them. I'm yeah. looking to build them into a future customer. So yeah. if it's a hundred dollar repair or a hundred thousand dollar job, every single person is getting a thank you and brownie sent out to them with a handwritten letter thanking them for their business and their That's time. Awesome. So it's just I'm, I'm building a brand. You know, you really gotta. It's and it gives them that personal thing. You got the you know. Yeah. How can you incorporate? It's like the sales sales guy that I like was teaching things. You got to incorporate as many senses into the experience as you can. And how in construction can you incorporate taste? Well, we figured it out. I like it, <laughs> man. I love that, and that's yeah. super inspiring to me. I love the thank you department. I think incorporating all the senses. It's all to me. All of that was mm -hmm. golden. I am Thanks. inspired to try to do something nice for my clients now. Like some steak after this oh, yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're <laughs> steak and beer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, we're very uh, grateful that you took the time to listen to the podcast. Yeah. I just want to give Josh a chance to share the places where you can follow them on social and check out their website. So, Josh, if you want to go ahead. Yeah. So uh, you can check out our website at www. Does anyone say that anymore? <laughs> I probably should just say northfaceconstruction.com. That's yeah. N-O-R-T-H-F-A-C-E construction.com. You can find us on Twitter uh, or not Twitter. Uh, uh, Instagram handle is northface.construction. And then on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash North Face Construction. So feel free to follow. Tim is always helping us post uh, content that can help people out. And Absolutely. And, you know, on that front, we always take a – trying to be help educate people. Mm -hmm. And I also just kind of think that your social is a good example of a business owner taking ownership over social. So if you're just looking for an example of that – um, check that stuff out. But if you're also, if you're looking for a person that can help with exteriors, roofing, um, siding, 
in the Minneapolis and broader Minneapolis area, please check out North Face Construction and join us next time for the next episode of It's a Code World. You can check out the podcast notes at hookagency.com slash podcast dash 22. And you can check us out on social at Hook Agency on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Enjoy us next time. Thanks. Thanks. Join us next time for It's a Code World, bringing you radical guests speaking to relevant topics in digital marketing. From visual design to front-end development, from growth hacking social media and SEO, to work process tips and working with clients, 